Welcome back to another episode of the Dixon Sports Report. I'm Justin, I'm your host, and I want to thank each and every one of you who have been watching the program the last few weeks. Our goal is to bring you uh, more content uh, to do with our local sports here in Dixon County, and uh, the support has been overwhelming. We've had some great uh, interviews the first couple of weeks. We've had a lot of viewers, and we just want to thank you for all of the support. Now today, I've got Rusty Grove is going to come into the studio with me. You guys may know Rusty. He's a county commissioner. He's in charge of the Burns uh, Parks, and uh, he's also the softball coach over at Burns Middle School. He coaches the Lady Bobcats. He's going to come in today. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Burns softball. We're going to talk a little bit about um, Cougar softball. And uh, some of you may not know the connection that he has to Cougar softball because he's, uh, he's got quite the, the softball family these days. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But before we get to uh, our interview today, I did want to update you on some of the local scores. Uh, many of you have been following our basketball coverage that we've been doing. And um, this weekend, a lot of great games. Let's go ahead and let's recap some of the scores from this weekend. We've got to go all the way back uh, to the end of last week. Um, Creekwood Lady uh, Redhawks played Friday night in the district championship game, uh, and it was live from Montgomery Central High School. I had the chance to go up there and watch that game with my good buddy T Money and uh, Sheriff Eads. We uh, sat there and watched the game together. It was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, the girls lost on a last-second shot. Final score was 36-35. to 35. Sycamore ended up winning that game and taking the district championship. Um, but the girls played really hard and uh, very easily could have won that game. Sycamore had a really great player, uh, number 14. I cannot remember her name right now, but they said that she had committed to go to school in Chattanooga for UT Southern. So they had a really good player, and she showed up and she hit the last second shot to give them uh, the championship. Um, on the other side, for Dixon, the boys in the uh, semifinal round of the district championship lost to Kenwood uh, 61-58 to this past weekend. They ended up playing the consolation game a few days later. Uh, but Saturday night was the big uh, championship game uh, for the Creekwood boys, the Red Hawks. Uh, they took on Fairview. Again, it was at Montgomery Central. I got a chance to go to that game. And it was a really, it was a great game. Um, came down to the very end. Jamison Ford, a uh, great player for Creekwood, he uh, stepped up and hit a couple of free throw shots right uh, at the end of the game, right when it mattered. Um, if he loses, if he misses those free throw shots, game is still tied. Who knows what happens? But um, he comes in the clutch, and Jamison Ford was able to hit a couple of free throws. Creekwood ended up winning uh, the district championship by a score of 47 to 45 and that was Saturday night and then a few nights ago um, Dixon County Lady Cougars uh, traveled to Clarksville uh, to play against Henry County the old rival and I uh, got a chance to go to that game as well I tried to go to as many games as I can um, and that game was a lot of fun first half was really close actually at halftime if I remember correctly uh, the Lady Cougars were winning 17 to 15 uh, Keeley Webb hit a three-pointer right as we go into the half. And then when we go into the second half, uh, Dixon just went cold. Started missing a lot of shots and unfortunately came up short in that uh, championship game. The score uh, at the end of that one was 45-24. to Henry County won uh, the district championship there for uh, the Lady Patriots. So um, this weekend, 
a lot of great games. Uh, the district championships uh, took place. Those are over. That round is over. We're moving on to the regional round. And uh, today, after the interview, as we close out the show, I will uh, update you on the brackets. I've got a hold of those. So I will let you know the upcoming games for both uh, the Cougars and the Red Hawks. Um, just a little bit later in the show. Let's go ahead now and take a break and uh, hear a word from our sponsors. We want to thank our sponsors so much for um, for being there for us and helping us uh, create this show. We couldn't do it without our sponsors. Let's hear from them. When we come back, I'm going to interview Coach Rusty Grove. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Your favorite wine tasting experience is back. The Hendersonville Rotary Club's Wine and Roses Fundraising Gala. Everything you loved and more. Saturday, March the 2nd. Prepare your taste buds for elegant wines, smooth whiskeys, craft beers, and exceptional food. Browse through the silent auction. All to benefit over 25 local charities, schools, and scholarships. Wine and Roses. Saturday, March the 2nd at Our Lady of the Lake Catholic Church, Hendersonville. HendersonvilleRotary.org. All right, we're back here on the Dixon Sports Report, and today I've got a good buddy of mine. You know, it's springtime, so that means baseball, softball is about to start. So we got Rusty Grove up here to talk with us today. Rusty, how are you? Oh, man, I'm great. Thanks. good. Hey, man, thanks for coming in today. I appreciate it. You know, um, it's starting to warm up a little bit. Today's really nice. We've, oh, we've like, had an amazing February. I've never had a February we start softball like we have. We had one week, but, you know, usually we're in the gym a lot. We're... We're, we're trying to find the field houses to practice in. We had one week we took off. Besides that, we've been on the field every day since. So the weather's been immaculate this year for softball. Absolutely. Man, you can't ask for nothing better than that. So um, you guys, uh, it's the time of the year when you guys are going to get softball going. And uh, talk to me a little bit about um, burn softball. It's only been around for a few years. I think 2019 was the first year. Yep. I think uh, it was the first coach they hired. And, and mm-hmm. the first year, it was COVID year. Uh, the second year... Peyton was the coach. That was her first full year. I'll tell you something very interesting about Burns softball that, that I'm proud of that people probably don't realize. Peyton's last year of coach, her first full year as a coach, she took them all the way to the sub-state game mm-hmm. and lost to Summertown. And uh, Summertown went on to win the state championship, lost in the sub-state game. Uh, the next year I took over as head coach, Peyton left, went to Independence. And uh, we went 26-0. and and, and we went all the way to the sub-state game. And, and the week of the sub-state game, Corey Lee, our pitcher, my daughter, mm-hmm. fell down the steps and cracked her left wrist, which is her pitching wrist. And we lost to Highland Middle School. It only lost of the year. That was a sub-state game. And it, they went on to win the state championship. Wow. So last year we was 24-1. and one. We, we had one hiccup. 
uh, in the regular season, and uh, we we went on ahead and beat Charlotte in, in, in the area, won the area championship. Then Charlotte got hot, and they, we lost to Charlotte in the sub-state game. So we've had three losses in three years. And all of us in the sub-state game, and the three teams that beat us went to win state championship. Wow. So I, I would put our success at Burns Middle School to anybody. Who else has that has that record? I think as my, me a head coach, I think I, somebody told me the other day I'm 51 and two wow. as a head coach. And and Peyton was all the way to the sub-state game her last year. So as a middle school program, we've uh, we've had good girls come through, and and I'm I'm excited about what I got this year. I mean and. Um, I've got some sixth and seventh graders that that I'm very impressed with. By eighth graders, I got a few good solid eighth graders that I've had now for a couple of years. But um, anybody that knows me and knows softball knows that 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 you know my last group, you know, with Peyton come through, I raised them girls up and kind of had a travel ball team and, and brought them all the way through from seven, eight years old all the way to 18 years old. And, and everybody knows they went to four state championship games and 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 won two and could finish second twice. But my, if these, and I preach to my girls, this sixth, seventh, eighth grade class I've got now at Burns, and that's not including the girls that will come from Dixon. Mm-hmm. If they stick together, they got the right parents, the right mindset, and the right attitudes. They can make another run. They're that talented, I believe. That would be exciting to see because uh, it wasn't that long ago that they were coming through and they were really doing some big things. And uh, a lot of people are happy that Peyton's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know from williamson county coming back over here and um we're going to try to get her on the show pretty soon i've talked to her about that and uh it just looks like you know things are things are going pretty well uh, around here for softball we got a really good facility too over at burns um i had some friends that out of town came down not too long ago and uh, we went we took them up there it was a burns uh, cowboys game and uh they were just telling me they were like man this is just a great facility and, yeah, uh, you know, talk just a little bit about you know Burns is lucky to have you know nice fields and yeah, I was I a lot of work's been done. Yeah, I mean that's my job. Really, I was hired. You know, the mayor come to me about five years ago, I guess, and, and everybody knows the problems they was having with the park, and it was incomplete, and they couldn't finish it. And Landon come to me, we grew up together, we'd been friends, and he knew I coach travel ball, and and I was big in softball, new directors and tournaments and whatnot. And uh, he said, look, I need somebody to come up here and fix this park that knows the park situation that can get us tournaments in up here and and turn this from a deficit into something that's positive for the city of burns and uh, so that's how i got my job in burns uh was to fix that park for the city park and fortunately enough you know i'm in the position where i am the parks and recs director for the city and i've got a city council and a mayor that backs us 100 percent on our school sports that's not always the case. You know, we, we help the schools. We don't charge the schools anything. We do the maintenance. We do the upkeep. We mow. And uh, a lot of these schools don't aim in that situation that these other parks, they don't own their parks, especially in middle school. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to they have to pay and, and, and have user agreements with the city, and, and, and it costs a lot of money. That's something that people don't realize. Most of these softball programs and these athletic programs and baseball programs are funded by the teams the schools don't really help with it that's something i disagree with that i hope we can work on towards the future is get more funding i know as a county commissioner last year we voted to give the high schools for the first time ever uh, school board presented it to us we give them fifty thousand for each high school and twenty five thousand for each middle school for just sports um so yeah burns is fortunate you know we've been trying i've been trying since now i've kind of settled in i'm trying to get tired in the bobcats a baseball field up there but uh, unfortunately, the way everything is, is every field we got either falls off a bluff or it's got a big embankment. So if anybody's been up to the park lately, you can see where we're trying to get that bank dug out. 
and uh, eventually I hope that'll be the middle school baseball team, and we're going to support them the same way we did the softball team. But it's just fun, and, and most you know, I got to be responsible to the taxpayers of Burns. Mm-hmm. And just to be honestly, there probably ain't five percent of the people that use that ballpark that pay city taxes. Uh, a lot of people think they live in Burns, but they don't live in Burns. Right. They got a Burns address. They don't pay city taxes. So the the burden of that park falls on just a select few of taxpayers that that's that there are taxpayers that live in the city limits, you know. People tell me all the time, oh, I live on Lake Belf Road. I got a Burns address. No, I live in the city of Burns. I got a Dixon address. Can't go on the address. So there, there's very few people, and it's a big burden to the taxpayers of Burns. But fortunately, we've got good people in Burns that want to support our youth. You know, when I presented last year, I went to the city council. We had the park pretty much where we wanted it on, on the fields. Now we're going to phase two. And uh, Johnny Chandler, everybody knows Coach Chandler. Oh, yeah. You know, every time I see Coach Chandler, he, he would tell me, and, and I thought, well, he's getting senile is kind of what I thought. He, I'd see him at the store or something, and he'd say, you know, for years, your daddy never would charge a kid playing the Burns. Your daddy would never would charge kids play for I said, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Well, and I'd see him again. He'd say the same thing. And I thought, darn, Coach must be getting seen now. He tells me that about 15 times. Then I finally realized, I think he's telling me, hey, you got a position, you're in a position now to, to, to help the kids out, help the kids out. Unfortunately, I took it to the city council, and the city council uh, uh, backed me on it. So now we don't charge the kids any user agreements. Everything's free to the leagues to play ball in Barnes. Now, that don't include your sign-up fees. Little leagues and, G- and the Cowboys... You know, they they do their own program. They got their own uniforms and stuff. They charge a fee, but we no longer charge any kid to use the facility in Barnes. That's something where I'm proud of, and I appreciate the city council for backing up, backing me up on it, and uh, and doing it because it is about the kids, you know. And, and we got a service as a as a city and as a community. We got one great service that's to provide for our kids. You know, they're our future, they're our youth. Get them off the street, get them off the couch, quit eating ho ho and ding dongs and playing on their phone and. Hey, let's get them into the parks if we can. If we can help as a city, let's do what we can do. Man, that's great. That's that's really awesome to hear. You told me that in the past, and I really thought that was a great thing because, you know, uh, growing up in Burns like I did and playing down at the old fields, you know, um, it's just really a special place. And, uh, you know, I think that people like you, Landon, and people in Burns have really, you know, done a lot of things to, to kind of keep it that way. Um, take me back in time, because I was, I was talking to some of the new teachers the other day, and uh, they don't really know a lot about Dixon, uh, Dixon County, Burns, Dixon County, and I was explaining, you know, that your daughter is the coach over at, uh, for the Cougars, and that you're coaching over at, uh, you know, for the Bobcats, and and somebody made the comment, well, they're a real softball family, you know. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, absolutely they are. Maybe go back in time just a little bit. You've already kind of touched on it. Um, but how did y'all get so into softball? Obviously, you had a daughter playing the game. Huh. But uh, how did that all kind of come to? When Peyton was just a little girl, uh, I got with some friends around. And it was a it was a mindset that we bought in a little. I mean, I've always been pretty competitive. Anybody knows me knows that I'm, I'm a pretty competitive guy. And, uh, and once Peyton decided, and I saw that she had a little bit of athletic ability about her, uh, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right, you know. So I went to Nashville and joined the travel ball team, uh, the Worth team back then. Worth was real big. I mean, we're talking years ago. And and uh, was invited to come be assistant coach, and it worked in to be the head coach. Uh, so I was, I was head coaching a team, and I was getting players from all over. You know, I had two or three. I had McCray, Peyton, Laney Reed from Dixon. 
but most of them were spread out. You know, I had I had girls from uh, Clarksville, Mount Juliet, Lebanon, and I was sitting there thinking, we got about 10, 11 year old. We got pretty good. And I thought, you know, I'm making all these kids better, and we're pretty good to come to high school and beat us, you know. So at that time, I went around, and, and I come around Dixon, and I got all the good girls from Dixon. And I started a travel ball team called the D.C. Cubs back then. And uh, and, my, and and the goal from that goal, from when I put them together, the mindset of me, my assistant coaches, McCray's mama was one of my assistant coaches, Jennifer Scott was one of my assistant coaches, Ashley Scott's mama, all we had one goal that we, that we strive for, and that was to win a state championship for our high school. And and I preached it from day one. We can win every tournament across this country because we pretty much have, and nobody cares. Nobody cares if I'm the USFA World Champion of the World or the ASA Nationals Champion or nobody cares because I got them trophies and we've thrown them away and nobody cares. But we win one state championship for our high school, they'll never forget you. And, and it was a goal that I set along with my assistant coaches, but us doing it didn't matter unless the parents bought in. And uh, that group of parents bought in 100%. And, and, you know, we had 13, 14 kids from Dixon. And, that, you, know, you know, you had three or four kids sitting on the bench that, that was just proud to be on the team. And they went to work. And uh, Brooklyn Lee and, and Peyton and, and McCray and Ashley Scott and Becca... They had a work ethic and a mindset that you knew they was going to be great from day one. Because, um, and their parents backed us. You know, I could get on them. I could chew them out. I could, hey, they stuck with it. Whatever we called for, they done. And I, I've told a lot of people, we'd practice at the high school. Coach Buck was the high school coach. And, and I'd say, man, i got a group of kids coming for you. He'd let me use the high school to practice. And I'd call practice at 6 o'clock. If I, if I got there at 5 30 Peyton was mad because there was already three other girls there before her oh, wow. and when practice was over at 8 we had to stay there to 10 with other parents hitting fly balls because nobody wanted to be the last one to leave <laughs> and uh, when you get that kind of mindset and that attitude man you know you got something special and and, and that's people tell me oh how'd you have them girls do that how'd they? I don't know it was just a mindset that they all bought into and they all competed nationally we'd go in the summer we when we was through school ball whatever we would go all over the country play every weekend we were somewhere but they all loved each other unconditionally but they all wanted to be better than the other one and i, and I tell my girls today on the softball team hey i want a group of girls i want my best player everybody on the team trying to be the best player and my best player not know that is the best player yeah and that was the mindset of that girls you know that everybody wanted to be the best but nobody knew they was the best. And, uh, man, you get that kind of chemistry. But to go back to how I got into softball, that's pretty much how I got into softball. Yeah. And, and then, you know, it's just kind of progressed from there. I just, uh, you know, then Corey Lee come along, and, and, and uh, I, Corey Payton had just graduated. And, and uh, Corey, I let Corey Lee play for somebody else. And we was down here at Button. I, I really wanted to just take a few years off. And, and uh, Dr. Burr. You know, he kept it was him and, and his girls on the Corley and his girls on the same team. And I was like, man, I just need a few years off. He just kept hounding me, hounding me, hounding me. And he's like, we need to do it again. We need to do it again. And next day, I said, I finally I give in. I said, I tell you what, you go get the girls. I'll, t I'll walk you to every ballpark and I'll point. You talk to the parents. And, hey, 
and you get them, you handle it, and I'll coach them. And he done it, and so we started over again. So I just, that's just kind of my life in softball, you know. Uh, I've always loved the game. I always loved to play baseball, you know. And I, the things, the one person I credit a lot what I do in baseball today is Valton Potter, Todd Potter's daddy, the baseball yeah. coach. I, me and Todd was the same age, and Valton was our baseball coach. And Valton was hard-nosed, and he was tough. And he believed that hard work, there's no, there's no substitute for hard work. And he was hard on us, and uh, uh, and it's a lot of the the plays that I run, and a lot of practices that I still run, and 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 uh, the the things I do today go back to where I was eight, nine, ten years old playing for Valton Potter all the way up to I was eighteen, because that was a heck of a baseball guy, and uh, and 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 tried and true methods, and I tell Todd all the time, as long as we're alive, you know, then now I've got Peyton that's coaching, and I've got other girls that's coaching in other schools. I said, your daddy's coaching tree is. Is, is pretty strong, you know, because we've all been pretty successful with what we've done. Yeah. And it goes back to Valton Potter, I mean, honestly. Wow. And the people, the old-time people, you know, Valton was president of Dixie Youth down here for a while. and But, uh, you know, he was a baseball man, and, and I think a lot of things that Todd still does and that I do go back to Valton. And, and, of course, I've got several coaches now that that I've that was my assistants or played for me, McCray, Peyton, and, and girls like that. I'm missing a few, Allie Brown, Danny Waverly, uh, that, that – that are now continuing what I do, and I think, and I go over and watch Peyton in high school sometimes, listen to her, and she's doing a lot of things I do, and I thought, well, that goes always about Potter. Wow. You know, so uh, uh, I just, you know, he, he instilled in me as a young athlete that, hey, there's no there's no tricks to being good. It's hard get up every day and go to work, and, and, and fundamentals will never let you down. Uh, if somebody's trying to sell you something on the internet, I tell people, if somebody's trying to tell you stand on one foot, chew a bag of potato chips, and jump around and swing, they're goofy. There's <laughs> nothing that substitute for fundamentals and hard work. And uh, there's no tricks to being good. It's just get out there and catch ground ball, throw a ground ball, swing the bat, and get better. You know? Absolutely. Well, uh, you, you guys got uh, – we're right here at the beginning of the season. I know you guys have just started practicing and just trying to get everything together. Um, how much further are we along from some softball games? And, and well, we kick it off next week, next Tuesday against Dixon at Dixon. Wow. We play them them dreaded dragons that you got that shirt on over there, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, we kick it off against Terry and, and – uh, like I said, I've got a little different perspective on it now because I want Terry to do good and I want Terry to be successful and I want her to build a good program because it's going to help my kid at the high school. You know, Peyton, you know, I think we're all on the same page now and, and me and Peyton's talked several long conversations about coming back to Dixon and how to build a program and I think it is be involved in your middle schools. Yes. Help your middle schools and, and get everybody pulling in the same direction. So I think this is the first time in a few years that, that Dixon's got both middle school coaches, their feeder schools wanting their high school and feeding their high school and and you also got Peyton coming into our programs and, and trying to meet the kids Thursday, tomorrow night and it's the first time I've ever done it is uh, you know usually my practices are closed to the parents I don't want my parents up there talking to my kids I don't want my kids looking about what mom and daddy doing in the crowd mm -hmm. but tomorrow night I've actually invited all the parents to practice it's going to be the first time and I've invited Peyton and her coaching staff to come out and kind of meet the girls meet the parents and uh, and she was excited about it. You know, I said, hey, let's build it. Hey, I got a good group of girls at the middle school. Let's build that relationship now so they know who you are. You know who they are. And, uh, hey, let's get this Dixon County softball back on top like it was. Because at one time, you know, you, you went anywhere in the state of Tennessee and said Dixon County softball and everybody knew. Everybody. You know, so, uh, hey, let's build back towards it and, and let's get everybody pulling 
because I don't make nobody cares what I do in middle school. Nobody cares that I'm 52 or three, whatever it is. It's what you do at high school, and uh, so and, and that should be all of our middle school goals. Every middle school coach goal should be to develop every athlete they can to make their high school better. Absolutely. And I, I think that that me and Terry at Dixon has got that same goal right now and that same mindset. Hey, let's let's get as many girls ready as possible. So when they get to the high school, the high, they got a head start at the high school because I know Peyton's going. I know Peyton and and I know Ashley and I know McCray and I know Johnny Woodington. They got coaching the JV and, and some other people helping. And their mindset is let's work hard. Uh, let's get up every day and let's go to work. We might not win them all, but nobody's going to outwork us. And, and that's our mindset at Burns. Is, and that's the mindset I instill in my girls every day. Hey, who's working harder than us today? If any team in the state's working harder than us, we've not done our job. And that's a mindset that we want to develop at the middle school and, put, and instill in these girls so when they get to the high school, it makes their job easier because everybody wants to see Dixon County or Creekwood. Uh, be successful. Everybody wants to see your high schools be successful. You know, mm-hmm. it's cool to allow your parents and stuff are in middle school to see. Oh yeah, we do. We win district champion. We but nobody cares. It don't matter. It, it's what we can develop. It's it's what the fundamentals we can instill, the work that we can instill, the knowledge of the game, the the little bit we can put in them, and how many girls we can get ready. Not not the and I, and I'm blessed at Burns. Hey, I'm with them in a short time, and I've told people for years uh, you know what, what when they had a coaching change at high school something what, what can they do well, who they need to hire? there's very few high school coaches that can win a state championship there's a lot can lose one mm-hmm. but the state championships now are won by parents and, and batting coaches and and, and uh, hitting coaches uh, the field pitching coaches and it takes parents with a lot of time money and dedication that wants to sit on the side work year-round go play travel ball set in the parks then when you can get that group of girls and how many you can get on one high school team that will buy into the high school coach then you have a chance but the old days of uh hey let's go play it the, the little rec leads around here let's take off play basketball and then let's go and let our coach work with us and teach us and let's go compete that don't work no more yeah. it's just a sad reality of the game you can come to burns from march the first is our first tournament to November the 15th every weekend and see a thousand people in that park and kids running everywhere because they're playing year round mm-hmm. and they're playing at a high level against some of the better teams so it's very hard now for a high school coach or a middle school coach to compete without great parents that's dedicated that invest in their kids you know what you when you're when you're going out and you're going you're spending hotel rooms and you're and you're buying pitching lessons and you're buying hitting lessons and you're you're paying travel fees and you're buying uniforms and you're paying thousands and thousands of dollars i tell people all the time you're making an investment in your kid you're investing in them and when they give them to me they expect me to continue that investment not be like the old school coach you just throw them out there and halfway work and sit on a bucket and, and they want no you're you're giving them to me and i understand your investment because i've done two kids like that i've made an investment in them and and and, and i want the kids at Burns to trust that I'm going to protect their investment. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make them worse. I'm going to make them better from my softball, from my 20 plus years of softball knowledge from going. And and I think that, but if I didn't have kids in our community and parents that that I'm softball blessed, that I wouldn't have that kind of success. And and I'm very blessed, and I know it to be talent rich right now. Uh, that goes in cycles, and I hope it stays like yeah. it is. But I think it is because I think what we're doing in Burns means a lot because it's got a lot of kids that wasn't afforded the opportunity to play year-round at a competitive level 
I think now, you know, that's about five years ago I started that program, and now I think you kind of see the benefits from that, that a lot of local girls that used to not get the opportunity to play travel ball every weekend, now can go to Burns and sit in the ballpark all day on Saturday, play pretty good ball, play seven or eight ball games. So I'm, I'm hoping that all ties together. Does that make sense? Oh, that, absolutely. That, so if we can get Burns to continue to grow with a travel ball program, we can get Dixon Middle School and, and Burns Middle School on the same page, coach them hard. I know we're going to have good, successful coaching at the high school now, and maybe this won't go through rules. Maybe we can continue every year to stack classes, stack classes. And stacking classes is big, and I can't wait till next year because I, I've never had an 8th grade leading team. And I tell everybody, you know, last year I started 6th six, six graders. Them 6th graders come back this year better than ever, so now I'm starting them again and I'm adding a few with them. Next year, I hope they all come back. I think I'm going to have an 8th grade team. I've never had an 8th grade team, but then I've got a bunch of good 6th graders to come in this year. And uh, I remember... When I sent Peyton and all them girls up to the high school, with, you know, about all the one of them started as a freshman. One had one senior played, and the rest of them started. And come in, Coach Buck was sitting talking, and he was like, "Man, this is awesome." I said, "No, it's a sad state of your program. Yeah. When you got when you got that many freshmen starting in high school, it's not good for your program. Yeah. You know what you want is seniors and juniors starting, freshmen and sophomores on your JV. When you get a senior junior rating team that's coming through all the time, then you." Then you've got a successful program. So, uh, and you know, Peyton ain't got a senior on the team this year. And it's just, you go through them stages. But hopefully what we can do now is that the middle schools have eighth grade driven teams every year with seventh and sixth grade solid just backing them up. And when they get to the high school, they're the same way. They just follow the way through. And uh, and you'll have some good senior-laden classes and junior, you know, full. Then, then your freshmen and sophomore are doing what they're supposed to be, freshmen and sophomores. And uh, that's our goal. That's my goal. And I think that we're all on the same page uh, to make Dixon County grow softball not good this year or next year, but for years to come for a long time. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I was really excited last year when the news came down. You know, I, first we heard that the softball coach was retiring. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us, you know, he's been there for a while. you got that stability, so that's a good thing. And then you start thinking, well, who are they going to get, you know, to replace him? And then when uh, a couple, I guess it was a couple days later, and the news came through on my phone, and I looked down, and I see you know, Peyton Grove is coming back. And so um, I'm just really excited about this season. This is her first season really getting to do her thing here in Dixon County. I know she's gone off and, you know, learned some other places, and hopefully she's learned some things that she'll bring back here. But we're just really excited about not only Burns, but also seeing her get to come back and uh, kind of take that over. That's, that's really exciting. Oh, you know, and... and I got two daughters. I got three daughters. And there could, Peyton and Corey Lee couldn't be completely different. By the time Peyton was in the sixth grade, I knew she was going to go to college. She was going to play softball. She was going to be in the Hall of Fame at Dixon. And she was going to be the softball head coach. You know how I knew? Because she told me every day. Anybody would ask Jay Palace, she would tell you, I will be the head coach at Dixon. Now, Corey Lee, I don't know what she's going to do tomorrow. Uh, uh, you know, it's amazing how, how different they are. But that was Peyton's goal from the time she was in the sixth or seventh grade, to be the high school head coach at Dixon when she come back. She was going to go to college. She was going to play softball. She was going to be in the Hall of Fame at Dixon. You know, and, and she was in the first ballot. First, the year she graduated, they put her in the Hall of Fame. And, and you know, Peyton was a three-sport athlete, done well in all three, basketball, soccer, and softball. And uh, she was in a thousand-point club in basketball, and they went and they made a state run. They had a good good group of athletes, and she's a very good softball, a soccer player. You know, all district every year, and, and of course, the athletes in softball are what they are. But she pretty much knew the time she was in the sixth, or seventh grade, she was going to be the high school head coach, and 
and uh, she's a very determined kid and and a young lady now and you know sometimes I think I created a monster because I can see she acted like I did 20 years ago she's high strung and she's very focused and driven and you know I tell her mama sometimes she come around me and the time she leaves I'm like Phew. I need a Xanax. That kid just stressed me out. You know, because everything's got to be done right now, today, perfect. And uh, so, uh, you know, she's gonna have some. She's gonna have some. Uh, she's gonna have some some growing moments. You know, and I and I. Yeah, you know, everybody thought I helped her. Oh, your daddy gonna help you? No, I I don't help her do nothing uh, unless she asked. And, and and her first year at Burns, when she had her first year, I'd sit back there because Corley was pitching. I'd sit in the outfield and I'd listen. I'd watch the game. Then after the game, she would come up and we would talk. What would you do here? What would you do there? You know. But I stayed out of it. And I said, well, you should have done this here. I would have done this here. I'd done that there. So I try to be very supportive without stepping on her toes because I want her to learn on her own too. You know, I want her to make her mistakes. And, and people never realize she's a 26-year-old uh, that's getting her first head chance at a predominant program in the state of Tennessee. That's a huge responsibility. Yeah. Hey, I'm a four, I'll be 49 years old tomorrow, and if I was the head coach at Dixon County High School, I would feel the weight of it. Uh, because Dixon County, if you... Dixon County, if you go anywhere in the state, they're known for softball. I mean, that's been their most successful sport. They won three state championships and finished second three times, I think, something like that. So there's no other team sport in Dixon that's been as successful as, that, as the high school program. So I think that she will bear that weight and and, and that that she will feel that responsibility at some point because uh, it is a it's a it's a job. I mean, besides the football coach, it's probably the next high pressure job at Dixon I mean of course you, anytime you're the football coach you're, if you're, you're going and Dixon you're going to really bear the, some weight and responsibility but say, that being said I mean the next is most successful sport you can argue basketball but basketball's never had the success that softball has right. so uh, I, it's a lot to be on a, a 26 year old but if, if I had if I knew any 26 year old that could take it it's her she'll take it and she'll run with it she'll grow from it there's going to be a year or two of growing pains uh, she's gonna make mistakes, and she's gonna do a lot of things good. But what she's gonna do is work hard, and and there ain't, ain't gonna be a coach in this county or a coach that I know of is gonna outwork Peyton every day. That's she's right. gonna get up and she's gonna go to work, and uh, she's gonna she's gonna do what she can to make Dixon County softball the best that she can make it. Absolutely, and I was a, I was a big fan of her as a player, and when she got hired, of course, I was very thought that was a really good idea. But at now, actually, having worked with her for a couple months now and uh over at the high school we're both teachers over there right now and uh everything you're saying i, I recognize it i see it every day you know with just the way that she does everything and so i'm just i'm really excited about this well we're coming down to the end of the show here but i know we were texting and i know you've got a tournament that you wanted to talk I about do, man. Let's, I not forget about that. It. let's not forget that hey i fired up about it because you know in all my years of being around softball in dixon county and it's a long time that i don't think this has ever happened before we're going to have a uh, april 6th our fundraiser at Burns is going to be a Dixon County softball day and uh, I'm fortunate enough to have a good relationship you know I was talking to somebody today and I realized I'm the only man left coaching softball in Dixon County it used to not be like that yeah. but you know even the middle schools uh, Maddie over at Charlotte you saw what she done last year yep. Terry at Dixon uh, the lady in White Bluff I can't think of her name right now and her husband helps her uh, then you got Peyton at Dixon and Nancy at Creekwood yeah. so hey I'm the, I'm the hey, and you know that's awesome the way the <laughs> softball has evolved like yeah. it, it used to not be like that it was a man driven sport I mean a woman uh, yeah a man driven sport men was all the coaches and, and the girls play but now you think about it I'm the 
only one left. I mean, you got four middle schools and two high schools, and and these young ladies and, and are doing. And Nancy, she's not a young lady. Now I can say that because me and Nancy went to school together. But uh, hey, I'm proud. I, that one thing I'm proud. But anyway, let's get back to April sixth. April sixth, and we're gonna come up with the name today. We're working on it. I've shot some ideas to all my coaches, and because I don't want it just to be about Burns. It's gonna be a Burns fundraiser. It's gonna be our day. But uh. I get every school in the county is going to get together that day, and we're going to start early in the morning, and all the middle schools, JVs are going to play each other, and all the varsities are going to play each other. Creekwood, I'm, I've invited Coach Buck down from Independence, and everybody knows what Coach Buck has done for Dixon County softball. He's a Burns boy, and, and uh, you know, if they name anything, I, the whole name that stadium, that's Shane Buchanan. He's won more state champions than anybody else. Whether you, what's your opinion is or not? Hey, he's a Dixon guy, and he's had a lot of success here. So he's going to bring his Independence team down, and, and Creekwood and Dixon's going to play their JVs, and Independence, they're all going to mix it up. And then they're all going to play their varsities. And the last game of the day is going to be a standalone game, Creek, Creekwood versus Dixon County, close the night out. So it's going to be a day that I don't think's ever happened in Dixon. You can come, and every kid is playing school ball in Dixon County. You can come to Burns on April Sixth. I hope you come. Oh, I hope you do some cast and, and yes. do some broadcasting and and uh, and ask Peyton and and uh, uh, Nancy about it because I, I'm really excited. I think that'll be the day. I hope we can get our new director of schools out, move some people around that, that's big in the school system, and come out and do some things. But that's going to be one time you can stand in the middle of the ballpark and watch every kid that's that's active in Dixon County softball and watch them all at the same place at the same time. And uh, it's going to be a friendly thing. You know, we're not going to be uh, trying to be mad at each other. It, we just, we, it's all about the girls that day. And it's all about uh, getting our middle schools together and our high schools together and, and showcasing what kind of talent Dixon County has. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm sitting here thinking. I don't know. You know, we have the booster uh, thing for football. We get, you know, several of them together, but we don't get all of them. Right. I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if I ever remember hearing, you know, where every school in Dixon County was represented in a sport having some kind of tournament. That's pretty special. It is a special day, and I, and I hope people recognize, especially in the softball world, because you, you always got different personalities. Coaches don't want to play this coach. But fortunately, I, I mean, I've, I've got a pretty good relationship with all the softball coaches now in Dixon with Peyton being at the high school. Like I said, me and Nancy go back to high school. I mean, and uh, uh, Maddie over at Charlotte, you know, me and her stepdad, Stacy, on the county commission together. And, and so we, we've always had, and Stacy's oldest daughter, Sloan, played softball for me. So we've, got, we've always had that good relationship there. Uh, Terry at Dixon, me and Terry do a lot of work. Terry works with Mayor Bob. So, you know, so we've got with me and Terry. She's used to be my president up at Burns Little League. So we've got a pretty good relationship there, and I've been one with White Bluff. Uh, you know, I, I've got to know them the last couple of years, and, and uh, I think everybody for the first time has kind of set their egos and their win. Well, I don't want to play them this year because they're better than us or this. And uh, uh, I know, that's another one of my pet peeves. I hope we get a countywide athletic director. Y'all listen to me. I doubt it. But all the interviewers said they wanted one. That's been one I, I've been wanting to push that for four or five years just for this reason. Because for years, the middle schools or high schools, one player went here and made them mad. They wouldn't play each other. The middle school, this middle school was better than this middle school. We ain't playing them. I've always thought that, that we need one athletic director. So everybody is on the same page, and especially at the middle school level, to stop the pettiness. Make hey, we got one goal that has to go to high school and be good. Mm -hmm. So that's one of my big pushes for countywide athletic director, and that's why I've wanted one for years. Is to takes the power out of these independent athletic directors and put everybody under one, and hopefully whoever they hire has got the ideal that 
the, the, the vision to see that our main goal should be at Creekwood and Dixon's to win state championships for our high school and, and stop all the petty stuff because uh, we're not competing against each other. We're competing with each other to be great for both sides of the county. So uh, I don't know how I got off on that, but you, you got me <laughs> off on politics somehow, hey, Justin. Look, you know, um, I appreciate you coming up here today. Uh, I guess we're getting close to the end here, but uh, you and I, we could sit here and talk about politics the whole time. When you first came in, I, and people didn't hear it, but so we, what are we talking about today? Politics, sports, what are we talking about? You know, I like uh, politics too. Yeah, I know. Me and you have definitely talked about politics a few times. Yeah, we can always go back to politics. I'm planning on making a mayor's run this year. I'm going to run for Mayor Burns this year. Uh, Landon's not going to run no more. And uh, and so when it comes time, I hope we can sit down and yes. talk about politics because I love Burns. I want to continue what I've done in the parks, and I want to do it at a government level on a, on a higher level. So so I am going to run for mayor this year, so I hope we can come back and talk about that one this time. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got. I've got a few of the school board uh, candidates that are running are coming in the next couple of days so everybody keep an eye on DCTV we'll be interviewing a couple of those candidates um, trying to get back into politics and then when we come a little further in the year definitely want to talk to you and anybody else who's running Right. I really enjoy that so uh, and I, you know I, you know, people ask me all the time who's going to run against you I don't know but I hope because so, I enjoy the campaign I do man yeah. when I was up county commission I enjoyed going out and talking to people going to door to door and uh, uh I, I enjoy that part of it, believe it or not. I, I enjoy the campaign part of it. Yeah. But that's something we'll talk about. But I hope to see you April 6th set yes. up. We'll Absolutely. give you a front row seat up there. I know the park's director, and we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of give you a, a, a selected seating up there, and I hope you come up there. And really the standalone game, the, the showcase of the night, is going to be Creekwood at Dixon. And, uh, you know, we're going to be using three fields all day long because when you got that many games, that many teams, you're going to have to be playing a lot at one time. But uh, the, the last game, the standalone game, and I hope all the kids stay from all the middle schools that to give them the opportunity to watch our two high schools Absolutely. play a friendly game. We will definitely be there. I'll bring the radio equipment. I'll bring the cameras, and we'll, we'll, we'll get as much of it as we can. And it'll be a fun day, and I think uh, hopefully everybody will come out um, but even if they can't, you know, we got grandparents and stuff that live far away, and so we always like to try to provide those opportunities uh, for anybody and everybody. But that sounds like an excellent day. That's something that I wish more sports would do in the future. I hope other uh, coaches and athletic directors see what you're doing and say to themselves, hey, we could do that too, because that sounds like a really special event. And uh, it's really all about the community, it's all about the kids, and that's really something that supports both. It's all about the kids. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Rusty. I appreciate you coming in. Uh, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I want to let everybody know Rusty. about. Uh, thank you, and go Bobcats. Go Bobcats. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a minute. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about the regional basketball uh, brackets. They came out today, so we're going to talk about that in the last segment. Uh, we'll be right back here on the Dixon Sports Report. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. 
Your favorite wine tasting experience is back. The Hendersonville Rotary Club's Wine and Roses Fundraising Gala. Everything you loved and more. Saturday, March the 2nd. Prepare your taste buds for elegant wines, smooth whiskeys, craft beers, and exceptional food. Browse through the silent auction. All to benefit over 25 local charities, schools, and scholarships. Wine and Roses. Saturday, March the 2nd at Our Lady of the Lake Catholic Church, Hendersonville. HendersonvilleRotary.org. And we're back here to close out uh, the show here on the Dixon Sports Report. Thank you to Rusty Grove for coming in and talking to me today. I don't know if you guys caught that or not, but we got breaking news here on the Dixon Sports Report. Rusty Grove's running for the mayor of Burns. I think that's the first time that's been announced. Um, so breaking news. You heard it first right here on the Dixon Sports Report. You never know what you're going to hear. Now, as I mentioned earlier in the broadcast at the beginning of the show, um, regional basketball tournaments are coming. Last weekend, we had the district tournaments. That was a lot of fun. Now we're moving on to region, and teams are really looking for a chance to make it to the state tournament and to see how far they can go. Um, I do have the brackets here. Uh, we'll go ahead and we'll start with uh, Creekwood first. So it looks like, uh, let's see, we'll go with the girls first. Um, the opening round for uh, the girls region for Creekwood will start on Friday, February 23rd. So that's tomorrow night. The game will be at Creekwood. It will be against Lexington, and it will start at 7 o'clock. If the Lady Redhawks are successful in that game, then they will travel down to Chester County to play in the semifinal round on Monday, uh, February the 26th. We're not sure on the time of that game yet, but if they win that game on Monday, they will return on Wednesday, and they will play in the championship at Chester County High School Wednesday, February the 28th at 7 p.m. Now for the boys. Uh, the Red Hawks, they're also playing Lexington. Their opening round will begin on Saturday, um, February the 24th. That game will also be at home. So Creekwood has two home games, uh, one on Friday, one on Saturday. If they are lucky enough to win that game, they will uh, go into the semifinal round also at Chester County High School, uh, that game will be on Tuesday, February the 27th. We're unsure of the times right now of the semifinal round games. Uh, but if they're able to win that, that round, they will uh, finish up with the championship. That will be at Chester County High School Thursday, February the 29th at 7 p.m. All right, now let's take a look at the Dixon County brackets. Um, let's see, we'll start with the girls. Their uh, first game will be on February the 23rd, um, and that will be against Springfield. It'll be at 7 o'clock, and it will be a home game. If they are able to win that game, they will play again on February the 26th at 6 p.m. in the semifinal round. That game will be at Northwest High School. If they're so lucky to win that game, they will end up in the championship, which will be played on February the 28th 
at Northwest High School, 7 p.m. On the boys' side, Dixon County will play Kirkwood in the first round, February the 24th. That will be at 7 p.m. If they are able to win that game, they will play again on February the 27th at Northwest High School at 7.30 p.m. And if they're able to win that game, the championship will also be held at Northwest on February the 29th at 7 p.m. So that gets you up to date with regional basketball action. I've got a copy of those brackets. I'll put those on the DCTV page if you guys are interested in seeing those. Um, I'll try to put that out for you. But there's a couple of games uh, this weekend, Creekwood, game at Dixon County. Um, It might be your last chance to see uh, home basketball games this year because after this, uh, you know, the region is happening, and then if you are able to keep going, uh, the games get further and further away from Dixon County. So this is your really your last chance to see uh, these athletes perform this season. So if you get the chance, go out this weekend and check out uh, either Creekwood or Dixon County, whichever one you'd like to see. I'm sure they would love to have a great crowd to cheer them on as they enter into the region. Well, that's going to do it for us today. I appreciate everybody uh, tuning in, and I appreciate all the guests. I've got a great show lined up for you next week. Um, I don't want to say who it is yet, just in case we have to change things, but I've got a couple of great guests uh, that I expect to have in here next week, and I think you're really going to love the show. So um, uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next Thursday, 10 a.m., Dixon Sports Report. Y'all have a great weekend.